Well, a bitch was getting ready to sit her ass down, maybe even lay her ass down, you know, watch a movie, you know, chill, things like that. But I was going to come on later. Wasn't sure what it was that I was going to come on here and talk about, but I, damn it, I was coming. I said, you know, take a nap, chopper, take a nap, take your rest, you'll be ready, you know. And so when I was getting ready to do that, surely we pick up the damn phone, and that's what I did, and went scrolling through the timeline. And then I came across, because I was on TMZ app, the story about, uh, well, you know, Squid Game. Squid Game. Squid Game was still trending. And it came back in the news. Shit, a lot of things came back in the news. Like, motherfucking Robert Durst, bro. I think I'm going to do a whole episode on this guy. This motherfucking... You look at how... Bro, <laughs> real quick before I get back into what I was saying. Robert Durst, life in prison. At this point, I think he's 77 years old. At what Life in prison, what he got? Two weeks left? Look at him. Didn't the man look terrible? And you know, you would think it's the COVID mask that makes him look sicker than what he really is. But no, you just look, I mean, damn, y'all, well, it took y'all don't, that long to, to catch a nigga. Moving on, though. Squid Game. Talk about Squid Game uh, a few weeks ago. And uh, it is my second most uh, played downloaded episode of Old Time on Chopper's Corner after three years and over 600, uh, close to over 640-something episodes, right? The first most downplayed episode of all time is um, Nicole Brown. No, Megan Kelly. Megan Kelly is Nicole Brown's sister. Child, if you want to know everything I said about it, it's. I believe it's still to this day. I was talking about crisis acting and all this stuff and all this. There's a lot of stuff in this world that's going on. You know, like I said, mm, people on top and stuff. But obviously. I, I gave links. I gave what I wanted people to see so with their visual. And people must have shared it like crazy. Same thing with the damn Squid Game because they're number two. Now, when I come on here, I don't be coming up here trying to be this. I don't I don't give a f- two fudge. I promise you, Chopper's Corner, about like or anything like that. This is what I love to do. This is my hobby. This is what I love to do. Anything that comes from it, any blessings come from it, meeting new people, friends, family, that's a blessing. But honestly, I don't come on here trying to, I come on here straight, you know, Bitch should edit more. Get an intro and everything like other podcasts, and I will. <laughs> but mostly when I come on here, it's genuine. It's genuine as genuine as I could possibly be. Back to Squid Game. I want to talk about this because I want to talk about this article, okay, that I just read on TMZ because I want to talk about some stuff. I'm very concerned. Now, listen, I've been uh, looking up on human trafficking. Child, I told you, the more I read into it, the more I start to see. At first, I thought R. Kelly just happened to find two young chicks that, okay, what men don't want that? You see that even in the, or I see only fans situations where, uh, you know, the guy is like, oh, she's, she's out with the wife. She's like, oh, honey, her. How about her? She's so pretty. Let's bring her home. So, you know, that, that kind of culture, whether you share your bed with your man or not, I'm not into that kind of thing, but some people are, and I don't judge, whatever, but I don't do that. You know, th- this was already out there. But then now I got to study in human trafficking. I keep telling y'all, if y'all keep listening to me and getting more into I start to realize just how much different levels to it is, is how it could look like this, it could look like that. Even Squid Game, Squid Game, in my opinion, was a form of human trafficking. First, involuntarily, because you thought you was just coming in for a game and they did things to you against your will. But then if you got out like they did the first time you came back, I said that was willing. Nigga, now you just voluntary. Like, hello, hey, could you come? I would, I'm, 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 hello, I'd like to uh, place an order for human trafficking for myself. Tomorrow at 3 p.m., I'm willing to get gas placed in a place that I don't know where the fuck I am and play for 45 or something billion dollars. You know? Bitch, who does this? People. And so, when I thought about Squid Game, though, 
We talked about gambling. We talked about, uh, I talked about too how I felt this, all of this is real. Um, hostile. See, in that previous episode with Squid Game, I kept saying brothel. Bitch is old. She ain't, it been years. I really haven't seen it. It's too much going on. Hostile, take it. This is real, okay? That shit better go missing every single day. There's actually an article going around. Uh, I like to bring up things that uh, there's not talking about mainstream news about how many African-American women alone are just going missing. Missing is one thing, but sweetheart, your bones is your bones. Your teeth is your teeth. You got to wash up on a shore. You got to be dug up. Uh, somebody should be, even if it's 10 years later, walking their dog in the woods. Something has to come up. Cold case files will match some dentals unless they pulled your dental. Come on, I'm, I'm a criminal justice major. I don't see snapped and everything. We all know what they could do, you know, to, to, to try to make you unidentifiable. God forbid if that ever happens to you. But at the end of the day, like we already know it is. But when I'm sitting here and I'm looking at certain things like um, people going missing, they don't come back. You don't find their body. You know, cold, too many cold. Like people go missing every year. Children go missing every year. I really believe this thing. And I told you, I believe everybody's on top from politicians, um, the the biggest, richest people that run the world down to the Rockefellers. Hell, even the, the Queen of England. I'm just going to be honest with you because, like I said, when you get to a certain level of richness, like I said in the previous episode, you get bored. Huh. Cardi B and Offset. I remember one time, I think it was Cardi gave Offset half a million dollars. I think just recently, Offset just gave uh, Cardi B, uh, uh, bought her a house. I'm like, well, you bought her what, you bought her a house. Okay, so I guess if y'all ever don't be together no more or she mad, she should go to the house. Bitch, that's just another house. This is how they roll. They get so bored. They get very bored. And I said that at some point, especially, you should see man in the history of history, his story. Slavery. Or, or things like Hitler, you know, with the the Jews, the German Jews of the of that day, you know, trying to genocide them and create it. You should see that somewhere barbarically in man is something with human when they tear a human down or oppress a human or torture a human or when they go to war and they, mm, all this stuff, you know. Even when you conquer somebody's land, they rape the women and, and you know, do this and all of that. This is like, this is what they like. It's something about torturing a damn human. So when I was watching Squid Game, my anxiety went up when thinking about human trafficking, like I said in the previous episode. Why bringing this up finally, Chopper's Corner? Stop babbling, bitch, and get to the brother. Well, you got to build it up. I have to build it up. I have to, have, to, have, to, have to lead you in, and I have to make you see it, okay? Because this shit that I just seen here was um somebody in South Korea said that when they saw Squid Game, it says, Squid Game North Korea tees off. Netflix hit is beastly South Korea. It says here, um, there's a North Korean propaganda website. Now, we're going to take this or leave this with a grain of salt. I'm just sharing, okay? But I, you know, Squid Game made me think, because when I started talking about human trafficking, if I go into this, and I'm going to share it after I read this, I'm going to show you what I learned. Concerning, concerning um, certain Asian continents like South Korea or other Asian continents and um, their involvement a lot in human trafficking. So it says here that um, Ari Rang Miari chimed in with its review of the survival game drama claiming that the show gained popularity because it exposes the reality of South Korean capitalistic culture. Okay. The site went on to claim the show exposes a world where only money matters a hell like horror. Okay, it said that the South Korea's capitalist culture is a place where corruption and immoral scoundrels are a commonplace. So what this person is saying, supposed propaganda site, 
Okay. It's saying that what you're seeing is not necessarily in what I said. It's not necessarily some kind of a fucking facade or what if, or let's make believe like little babies, you know, but this is shit that's real. Maybe they're not throwing people at squid game, but they're putting people in situations where they're constantly being human trafficked. Now, why you think this man is crazy? I'm going to tell you what I've learned later. I just want to get to the point. It says the nine episode thriller, blah, 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 tells everybody about that. Okay. Then it goes on to say the propaganda site is pissed about the plot line saying, quote, it is said that it makes people realize the sad reality of the beastly South Korean society in which human beings are driven into extreme competition and the humanity is being wiped out. Okay. So um, the thing here is. What's sad about this, it says that they also said that the unequal society to them is where the moneyless people are treated like chess pieces for the rich. Something I've always said because, listen, let's talk about trading places. You want to take it to a simple level? Let's go back to the elementary. Trading places, Dan Aykroyd and Annie Murphy, classic, one of my favorites. Two rich Brothers, the Mortimers, sat up there, bought his shit. Look at Dan Aykroyd, he was rich. And then you had uh, Eddie Murphy, he was poor, scamming people on the street, just basically trying to get by for a $1 bet. He said, look at him, look at Mortimer, and look at this person, uh, if it wasn't for this. That, and they said, wait a minute. One brother said, what are you talking about? He said, first of all, environment is everything. I say it all the time. We are all products of our environment. He said, you got him, uh, the, the Dan Aykroyd character, I can't remember his name at the time. Grew up, privileged, silver swim in his mouth, went to the best schools, the five schools. He was guaranteed to come out in this lifestyle to have this job with us, to make this money, have this lifestyle where he's pretty much, you know, over uh, six-figure income of a lot. Whereas, look at Eddie Murray character, blah, blah, blah. You look at his situation, to, uh, uh, I guess you could say stereotypical, African-American, blah, 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 blah. You know, the role led him there. Again, both of them part of the environment. They said, now, I believe, this is what one brother said, I believe, what well, one brother said, blah, da, 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 da. the other brother said, I believe, take this uh, bum, Eddie Murphy, or whatever, con, con artist, African-American, that you think solo of, that you think can't be anything, I'm going to bet you that if you put him in this situation, give him a job or whatever, you're going to see what he can potentially be because the environment will change, will produce him what he's supposed to be. I tell you, they study human like lab rat, but y'all don't want to listen to me. I don't care if you listen, this is my opinion, that's what I believe. Damn opinion is what I believe. What you believe is your business. I'm not here to make you believe what I believe. I'm here to just share my thoughts. Here go the other one talking about, okay, and he said, I'm going to flip it. We're going to put this guy who's prestigious, came from the uh, silver spoon in the mouth family, blah, blah, blah. Came from blah, 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 blah. I made everything of himself. I'm going to put him in a situation where he don't have anything no more. We're going to strip from him and see what he becomes. For $1, for $1 bet, we find out at the end of the movie, they don't. They don't made they fucked up a whole man life, Dan Aykroyd, just to prove a point. Make it made one man feel like he made it, you know what I'm saying? Even though he knew it was a catch, but he made it, he was smart, he made it, you know. And then at the end of the bet, they was just gonna switch everything back or whatever. You can't do that type of you know what I'm saying? This is what it is. This, this is what the this is what I mean with the person being right. This uh person is saying where it said it, um. It just pretty much make it seem like unequal society where moneyless people are treated. Moneyless people would have been them too. Even if there's lesser money, it's still moneyless. 
are treated like chess pieces for the rich. Now, this makes me go back to what I read to human trafficking, what I want to share, been saying I want to share. So when I talk about human trafficking, I've been seeing so many times in a lot of Asian uh, countries, China, South Korea, because no, can't nobody go in and out of North Korea. We already know what's going on there. And other Asian countries, there's people from other countries. It could be America or whatever that say they want to live there. They're looking for jobs. They want to be masseuse. One of these scans was specifically masseuse. It's a lot of plenty job. Okay, this would be like the same thing if you was living in America or whatever country you're in. And I say, I don't want to live in New York, New York City no more. I want to go to uh, South Carolina, live there because everybody says go to the South or whatever. Maybe I want to go to Las Vegas, Nevada, whatever, Cali. And I get there and I'm looking for a job and I apply for the job and I get there. These people live, come from other countries, relocating their lives, getting work, and they get to this masseuse, and somehow the masseuse is telling them that they now owe them millions of dollars. I feel like this is going on in America. Y'all sitting here talking about these nail salons and how people are coming over here uh, to do our nails and that they're not getting tipped properly. I believe that shit is human trafficking like a, a motherfucker for shit like connections for visas, and if you want citizenship, it's a lot of people being super taken advantage of. Now, in these Asian countries or whatever these countries are, they're not looking to get citizenship. They come in to get their papers the right way. They're just looking for work to support themselves and their families while they're there. And these women get there and they're told that they're in serious debt and they cannot go anywhere until they pay it off. Okay? And I thought about the characters in Squid Game. And I said, well, half of these people, a lot of these people owed a lot of, listen, half of them, every single last one of them motherfuckers owed a lot of money to a lot of people. Some of them for shit that they did wrong, embezzling or something. But some of them could have just simply just gotten to the wrong situation at the wrong time. And now, literally, they are running for their lives every single day trying to pay off this debt. Bitch, at what point? There is debt. Debt is real. But I'm like, who the hell just keeps loaning you, unless you have different loan sharks, up to damn near how much debt you got? You know, some people have a lot, a lot, a lot of debt. Yeah, you want $45 billion. I'll be honest with you. It's a miracle that after he got out, he didn't go back to gambling. You know how I many of them would have went back to gambling and put themselves right by the situation and be right back in the squid game? So when I think about this thing and I think about human trafficking and people here, I never get a story my mother told me one day she wants to go get her nails done many years ago. It was like 10, 15 years ago. She always was going there. She always was going there. Me too. Lady's name was Jenny and she ran it with her husband. She still do to this day where we used to live. We lived there 14 years. Okay. And she took care of us every time we went. She always knew it was a mother's daughter team, even when we came independently. And here at this Asian salon, my mother, she went there early one morning. And she was waiting for them because she wanted to be first come, first serve. She said she saw the oddest thing. She said she saw the guy, the husband, Jenny's husband, pull up in a van. She said she saw the van. The van already looked creepy. In a sense, like, it made her aware. Like, what is this van? And it got tinted windows, so you can't really look in. But it's a van. It looked really old, but really odd. So as she's watching, she notices that his Jenny husband gets out this car. So she's surprised. Like, why is he? But she's like, maybe he's just budging it. Why is he getting out this car? She said he then goes to the other side. One, like, one girl comes out of the passenger seat. But then he goes out to the side. He is the one that opens up the uh, sliding door. And out comes, like, literally. My mother said maybe 15 girls. She they had them all been sitting on top of each other. Whatever. And she said, the way this looked to me, this mother came from a, from a third world country here to make a life for herself. She's not, you know, she just she said, the way it looked to me is like, you know, that like he owned them or like, you know what I'm saying? And he opened up this and they all come at the same time. She's like, okay, carpooling is one thing, right? You carpool with somebody, but, you know, 
And you got coworkers and people all got to come and we all got to be on time. What are the odds that we're all showing up at one time and one person picks us up all, all up and we're all just sitting up in this van type stuff? And let me tell you, when I was watching Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt, because I love Tina Fey. For, Tina Fey, I love for so much, a lot of reasons. One, she's a funny ass bitch. She's super intelligent. I just love her, yo. I don't care if I love Tina Fey. Okay. And what I like about her is everything that she write about is a is truth. It's truth, always truth in the company, but she tries to raise awareness. And I swear, in Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt, everything, every season, she was trying to raise awareness about something. And in the fourth season, she was trying to raise awareness about people who are uh, in the salons who literally don't, if you think their name is, if they have name tags, you think their name is, T, uh, is Tina or Jen today, and then you go two weeks later, their name was something else. That's what Kimmy was experiencing. She was like, wait a minute. That's not that's not the girl that did my name. She tried to ask for the nail tech by name. They came out and said, what girl? Oh, that's her over there. She looked at the nail tech. She said, that ain't the bitch that did my motherfucking nails. I mean, she didn't say that because she's Kimmy. You know, Kimmy's like, um, no, that's not her. I'm... Then she looked at her and said, her. When she went to go look at the girl, the girl had another name tag. So she's like, I don't understand. Like, what's going on? So the girl finally said, whatever, we just come in every day and there's a bowl full of name tags and we just dig in there and we, you know, like swish it around, whatever, like what? Like, like, you know, some kind of lotto or whatever, raffle. And that's your name for the day. And she was like, no, that's not right. She was like, what's your name? And she wouldn't give the girl the real name. And then she basically was saying, why don't you leave? Like, you do nails really good. You can start your own salon. You can do your own business. You know, Kim was always trying to empower women. Just be positive. She survived the bunker for 15 years. Like, she's supposed to be unbreakable. Even if she seemed ditzy or dumb, no matter how dumb she is, like, you're not breaking, Kimmy. So she's trying to empower this girl. Like, bitch, I've been in the bunker for 15 years. I got all that. You can get out of this. Why don't you take your skills and go over here? And she was like, mm, yeah, bitch. She's, the, the girl was like, bitch, I can't go nowhere until I pay I can't believe that it's all come back to me now. Like, I knew she was raising awareness, but at the time, they were just simply saying they don't get tipped enough and they don't get paid enough. You know, nobody was saying they're human trafficking here in America and they're being held against their will so much as uh, the wages is not fair and they're being underpaid and, you know, the, you know, it's not fair working situations for them. Come to find out, the girl finally said, well, yeah, you want me to open us up a salon? I will do that after I play Mr. So-and-so, Mr. Chen, Mr. whatever. I don't want me to disrespect nobody in their culture. But after I pay the owner, the boss, the so-and-so, so amount of money, and it was a large amount of money. It's the type of thing, like, you're just doing nails. Ain't nobody to know what you're taking home, let alone what you could save to pay back, or let alone what they're taking from you. It's basically you're a slave here type of thing. And that makes me think now, even thinking about this thing, how many people are slaves here? How many people are slaves here? I look at human child. Let me tell you something. When I look at that, and then I seen this person saying this. This is an Asian, a South, um, South Korean person. You could call it propaganda or not, but at the end of the day, I think they're trying to raise awareness into the fact that they are literally saying South Korea has become a, a multi-million dollar industry of some sort, where they are using our people of money are using people as pawn. Okay, I say it all the time, blood sport. That's why people love boxing, stuff of that nature. And then men get even crazier and try to do stuff like uh, dog fight. And, you know, but that's not enough. And then you want to talk about make men blow I mean, real. I'm talking about if you want to talk about like what a king, owner of a nation, commander in chief, like a president of the United States or anybody else, or like Leonidas in 300, what make you war? You know, battling for hours and killing and, you know, what he said, you know, I'm either going to come back or, or carry me back on my shield. Like, that's kind of stuff. When they was losing their mind, lynching black men, that kind of stuff. Blood. You know, they like that. And 
for people to think that humans is not a commodity for blood sport from organ trafficking and from stuff to slavery, like in the salons or in Europe or in certain places where they're gambling online now. There have girls where if you're gambling online legally in the UK, these girls sit there at these tables. They start to realize these girls after a while looking tired. They can't. They're passing out. It got to be that the users were like, they're gamblers. But they're like, you know, they know because they gamble so much. They be on there regularly. And they would see it. But like, these girls don't look right. They started reporting it because come to find out these girls are like they work in regular. You don't. You got to know what it look like. It ain't just Squid Game. It ain't just this. It ain't just the R. Kelly thing. It's so much levels to that. It's not even funny. I be out there looking now. Are you paying attention? States and statistics say that guaranteed, like, one, like, in, in your lifetime, you probably worked or went to school with or, or lived with somebody who experienced that in their life, whether you know it or not. That's how real it is, whether they got rescued or came out of it or not. They even told you certain tattoos. There's certain tattoos. Like, I've, I've, I have tattoos. Certain tattoos have meaning, not just gang tattoos. There's certain tattoos for people that have been human traffic for sex that look like a grave with a dollar sign on it. And you would just think that it's just saying, like, I want to make money so I die or money to the death of me or something. And really, it was just saying, I'm you going to make you do my money and I'm going to use you as a cash cow until you pass the fuck out and die. So whatever the hell they're handling is put that on them. And that's what the person was raising awareness is not only people who've been uh, rescued and been in that situation with those tattoos, but people who learn. I'm like, child, listen, I have people sometimes on my Facebook talking about their friends is missing. And then one person said their friend was missing or their friend's daughter was missing. Come to find out, they ended up on the news. They found the girl. And for two weeks, she was someone being a sex slave. Now, here, I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to scare nobody. I'm just simply telling you what's going on, raising awareness. Like I said, since the coronavirus, every continent, every country, 100%. I never, no, nothing goes up 100%. Not even fucking HIV, cancer, AIDS. No disrespect to anybody. Nothing goes up 100%. Not even a death from fucking smoking cigarettes, alcohol. Not even suicide goes up 100% in every damn continent. Something's going on here. Something's going on here. Migrant children. Even United States. Don't think United States don't be participating. You be damn as hell if you think you don't. When I was thinking about this thing, I said, I, this, this is back to all of this. When I think about it, some people just see a show. Sometimes when I see things, I see more than a show. You know, this is real stuff. Not exactly Squid Game, but stuff of this nature. I'll tell you about private prison. And that episode, I said, Steven Seagal. Bitch, it was not Steven Seagal. I meant to say Sylvester. No, I, I meant to say Sylvester Stallone. Steven Seagal, Sylvester Stallone. S, S, and S, S, bitch. And also, Rambo and motherfucking Red October and, and this motherfucking Rocky nigga. All of them was running around at the same damn time in the same damn era. It ain't hard to get them confused. You know what I'm saying? And I think they saw with the same woman as well. But I'm not sure. I'm just saying that I got them confused. But it was Sylvester Stallone who went up in there and was in a private. I don't even know what that You better get it together. And I believe, and forget a politician and a this and a that and the elite families of the world. It's the celebrities too, whether they want to or not. But that's why when the girl was talking about LeBron James, human traffic, I'm like, bro, y'all don't know. If you ain't looking for what you're looking for, if you ain't knowing what to, what to watch for, like I eventually started to make myself aware. Learn the international sign for uh, um, help. It's like a sign language language. What they're going to tell anybody else listening to right now, I don't care who you are. You getting human traffic or not? You with somebody you don't be with or not? 
the airport, they're trying to take you across state lines. They're trying to take you across international lines. The airport is the face, safest place you got to scream at the top of your lungs, help me, this motherfucker taking me. And if you're scared because you've been in that situation for a long time, just saying, somebody's listening to me because this is important. When you get on that plane, it is stored. It's a flight to that train. Look out for that stuff. Let them know. Okay, let them know if you got to put a note in the bathroom and then say, I'm sorry, could you come? Because I don't know. Let them know. Some of them will leave notes in the bathroom. And when you say you go to the bathroom, they'll say, one second, let me just make sure. Then they'll put a note in there and tell you, come on by. Child, I done seen hairdressers. Child, they looking out for you. The hairdressers that done drop kind of videos how to look for it if you're a hairdresser because they say sometimes the guys will bring them in. And the guys will say, do her hair like this or do the person like that. And the girl looked disheveled, but the guy looked clean. And the girl can't handle her money type of situation. And then she'll be like, well, what do you want? And the girl's like, well, don't do it. Don't worry about what I want. Just do what he wants. What to look out for? <laughs> Bitch, I'm trying to save a life if I can. Nigga, I'll holler at you. Get the fuck out of here, especially if it's a, if it's a child. I'll take the... Man, listen. So you go and you tell them, because the point is with the airplane is once they know, they know, they're going to alert the pilot. The pilot's going to learn where, alert wherever the hell he's landing at. Ain't nobody going to make a fucking scene on that plane, so you ain't got to worry about nothing. But I can guarantee you that that motherfucker ain't getting off the plane until the motherfucking, what? The airport is different. That's the FBI, sweetheart. Anybody got time until that shit stay in it. That is not local police. That's big old shit. You ain't going to where you're going to go. Even if you try to get out the airport and try where you're going to go, or the terminals, or the motherfucking exit routes, or the traffic to go in and out the airport, where are they going? It's a done deal. You know, things of that nature. You know, and that's it. So when I'm thinking about this stuff and I'm listening to this person, then I went back to my friend who's constantly traveling back to South Korea. And I said, listen, we used to say, what, do you got a secret family out there, bro? Like, you definitely got somebody. Like, what is it? You know, every single one of his friends is affluent out there. And one thing he told me, I mean, like, really well, the family's just, mm. And one thing he told me was that um, plastic surgery is, is really rampant out there. And I said, well, why? I don't, it's not even that they're ugly. It's just something about they want to be super, pretty. the girls and the women especially. They just want to. Yeah, something about a lot of plastic surgery going on in the Korean culture. Now, why am I bringing that up? I'm bringing that up just to simply say his friend. And I never, never understood. You know, never understood. I asked him today. I said, bro, I'm not going to, I'm going to ask you again now. You was going over. I used to ask once you got monks over there that just give you mystical power. What's the connection? I'm not going to lie. One time he even told me that somebody was coming off the plane and they was bringing, they was bringing, um, they were supposed to be bringing them his deposit to some money. Oh, supposedly that's for the property that's over there on Jeju Island where he does the bed and breakfast at for people and rents it out when he's not there. I said, well, why the hell they couldn't just send it to you in the wire? What's going on there? How many Squid Games you survived, bro? I asked him. He over there talking about saying he ain't never partake. I said, mm-hmm, wink, wink, mm-hmm, nigga. Your secret's safe with me. Mm-hmm. You know, the hell, not me, not ever. Yeah, it's a lot going on, you know. Mom and me trying to sound like paranoid Mary over here. But shit, at the end of the day, I'm glad that that, that, that person said that because in that episode, I was saying that at the top of my lungs, I ain't stupid out here. I bitch, bitch, I be going out like since the beginning of time. You know, Ubers these days, I'm, if you have to take them, you better take a damn screenshot on that license plate. Don't you know, even if it, if it ain't human trafficking you, I seen a video the other day, the damn Uber person was over there jerking, jacking the hell off. Jacking the hell off. In the, in the front seat while he was driving the girl, he thinking she don't see. But if you don't pull this shit over there, I'll knock you out the I'll knock your ass out the fuck, boy. Shit. I'd have told him, pull over and I'd have knocked him out. What are you doing? What kind of sick people is out here in this damn world. You got to pay attention. You better stay woke. I just seen something. I don't even fuck with Oprah. 
Yeah, I know I've canceled over a thousand times. I've just seen some of them Oprah talk about these days about uncertainty and people losing their damn minds and how to she trying to help people to hold it together. I'm like, shit, nigga, I don't know what they're doing out here. But at the end of the day, I ain't got time. It's too much going on. So I just want people to stay safe. Talking about. It said it exposes, literally say it gained, he said it, it gained popularity, again, because it exposes the reality of South Korean capitalistic culture. They're about money. A world where only money matters. Like I said, even looks is important to them. I didn't even know they were so superficial. They try to get as American-looking as possible. That's what he told me about the girls. No disrespect to them. They still sweet on the inside. They have the... But it's, 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 a, it's a something with money without there. I said, well, so what you doing out there? Hmm? Now, when I'm knocked up with someone, you guys... And also, he did say that um, one of his friends was a teacher, and they actually taught kids in language. And in, and and he would come in and do English. Child, I don't know, he probably was spinning my ass and was probably just jumping in in a fucking van somewhere getting gas and switched off into a motherfucking gang. It says, this site views South Korea's capitalist culture as a place where corruption and moral scoundrels are commonplace. Common. This is what I'm trying. This is what they write on TMZ. It says propaganda. They just saying that just to say it, bro. They just, you just don't want people to know what's like that. Where are all these fucking missing people and children? Why the hell every time there's an earthquake somewhere, Red Cross somebody coming, every time you turn around, the soldiers of the country is catching ch- people, trying to ch- chase two, three hundred children, trying to bring them to the fucking coastline to get on boats trying to bring them to the to the um harbors and stuff they don't but come on man all the time stop this human trafficking was the was the, was the transatlantic slave trade you have to understand it's been going on since the beginning of time just, you, 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 you. it's just this is a more intricate and it's a money making thing between organs and for them or ooh, speaking of last thing i'm gonna say to y'all okay really quickly i was talking to my significant other the other day while i was just ragging on you yesterday or whatever on the podcast and I told him about bodies. Nobody remembers bodies. It's still out there. Bodies, the museum or, or the moving exhibit. I saw it in Florida when I went to see my aunt in early 2000. It had to be like 2004, 2005. Don't quote me, but you Google this. This is when it first came out. And it was downtown, Florida, Miami. And it was a big advertisement. She was like, you want to see it? Because it was just that, like, it was just seeing the human anatomy. Child, don't you know when you go to the bodies museum, they're telling you that they actually took humans that passed away, preserved them in such a way, cut them up and put them on display. So you can go through now and see what the heart looked like and the ventricle and the brain and the eye and the socket and the disc and the joint and the tissue and the fat and the that. And no, not that empty skeleton shit that was made from whatever in your biology class that just was hanging there. No, real human people. And so when I was there with my aunt, I was like, whoa, I thought it was, I thought it was just, um, temporary. It may be even a joke, but it wasn't. And my aunt was like, no, you're there. What you're saying, what you think and you understand is correct. Don't you know they still got this exhibit to the day? They got NYC and a few other places. And I would, nobody know, who are these people? I want y'all to think about this. I need you to think about this. Are these people that checked off donor? Because you know when you were checked off donor, you could you anything from your organs could be donated down to your body could be donated to science. And that's what you, I'm, I'm sure that's what you signed off on. But did you sign off on your body to be cut the fuck open and maybe potentially uh, put on the um, body's display? There was rumor that some of these people that was on display was inmates from Hispanic countries. Who passed away, whose loved ones did not claim them in the city, the, the supposed state, or the, you're supposed to at least bury them, did not bury them. And this is what they did. 
listen, I'm a humanitarian. I'm a human. Listen, this is wrong. Human, human rights wise, civil rights. This is absolutely, this is wrong. This is, you walk, you got, you walking amongst the dead, exposed, open, you know, and somebody's making big money off of this. We're making money off of this for almost, I'm going to say 16, 17 fucking years because people's come through and want to be fascinated, but it could be you. Then I'm asking, you mind to preserve it, but every display, it like, the, you see, they got it in New York and hearing this right now. You, y'all got to be changing them up every now and again. Y'all be finding new people that come on. Give me a break, somebody. Let me tell you, rich people, when they when they need their heart, even at the hospital, Tina Faye brought it up, like I said, as a joke, but she brings up stuff. She wants to raise awareness. They get to the top of the list. I looked it up, too. They get to the top of the list. All they got to do is pay. That don't mean the heart is coming right now. Doesn't mean a lung or whatever is coming right now. You got to do what you got to do. You know what I'm saying? And if there's a market, if she, people don't want to talk about this black market that everybody get. Yeah, I want to talk about these things. It's Squid Game. Yeah, man. This was ten years. The man said you. Hmm, now you ready? You know why they was ready for Squid Game now? Because the society is so desensitized. You 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 could have showed this this. I mean, hell, Clockwork Orange for some people is. There's a lot of disturbing stuff that people don't release. But and these days and times, a lot of people are really desensitized. Out of a lot of things that people see every day, even though it's shocking, it's not that shocking. It's more intriguing. See, even I said, "Ooh, intriguing." You're supposed to be damn shocked. You're supposed to look at this shit. This shit was supposed to be more scary to you watching it than, say, uh, Menace of Society or one of the motherfucking uh, New Jersey Drive. You know, like some shits used to write. Then you was younger, like, oh, my God, thank God I live in Long Island, New York. And, you know, not Newark, New Jersey. Or no disrespect, you know, some fucking other place like that type shit. So, yeah, that's pretty much all I want to say. I just had to come on there and say that just came Because I've been, I've been shy. My eyes be open. I'll be looking. You know, matter our business. Then that's the other thing. Between the uh, this, uh, everybody's hospitalized. Robert Durst again, life in prison. Agnes uh, T. Robert, so president, they got hooked, killed. Child, listen, what's going on out here? If these celebrities ain't passing and dropping like flies, you know, I'm just going to get the hell out of here. But it's early. It's 11.56. I might be on here a little later. I love y'all. And I'll see y'all next time here on Chapel's Counter.